so you got that one. Okay, so you guys are going to do some work. I want you to think about what is the kingdom of heaven? Because this parable illustrates what is the kingdom of heaven. So I wonder if anybody could attempt to give me an answer as to what is the kingdom of heaven in a sentence or two. Any budding theologians? Okay, I will assume nobody's really sure about what the kingdom of heaven is. So we first meet it in the Lord's Prayer when it says our Father... Oh, go on, Janice, uh, Janice can you tell us? Sorry? Our hearts. That's where it lives. It's not the kingdom of heaven, but it's the place where the kingdom of heaven lives if we're walking with God. So we pray in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We talk about doing God's will. God's will is kingdom will. Okay? It's the things... God's kingdom is how he wants his world to be. Now, you only see it partially now, but when Jesus comes back and there is a new creation, then the kingdom of God will rule. And the kingdom of God is coming to each one of us. It is inside us. It's in our hearts, as Janet says. That's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus said. It's in you. But he also said it's at hand. So as we move, move through this morning, you will learn more about the kingdom of God. But it's God's rule. It's God's perspective. It's God's way of doing things. His righteousness, if you want to call it that. But that's a big word for a Sunday morning. It's his way of doing things, which he wants us to follow. Now, to do that, that's my seed. It is a very big seed because you can see it. So I actually got some orange ping pong balls and I thought, what a great use. So the sower would go and, as I was saying, he would throw his seed and it would land in different places. Well, in the first part of the story, it landed on the path. And there was no soil, no nothing. It was just a path, like the path outside. And so it couldn't grow. And the point about that story, that bit of the parable, was that that seed didn't mean anything to the person who heard it. They didn't understand it. Now, I heard a sermon by Andrew years ago about the parable of the sower. And what really struck me about that was that he said, it's not that one person is like the person who doesn't understand. We are all in those different soils at different times in our life. We'll always have something we don't quite understand that falls on the path that we just can't see the use of. So sometimes we're like the first soil, sometimes like the second, sometimes like the third, sometimes like the fourth, and it all happens properly. So bear that in mind as we go along. Now, this is the children's bit, okay? And in the Bible, we get children's stories, which often illustrate a very big point. So this is where you are going to enjoy the children's bit, I hope. Meet Bunny. Okay. Now, Bunny is a member of our... He's a bit shy today. 
is a member of our online Sunday school and has been for 18 months. But he wanted to come and take part in this morning's service. He had a seed planted. I think it was Shanthony talking about how to look after God's world. And she was talking one Sunday morning about Genesis 1, when we are all told, no matter how big, how small we might be, or even if we're a rabbit, that we are to look after God's world. We have dominion over it, to look after it. That's God's job he's given us. So, this little seed, Bunny, after she'd heard, after he'd heard this message, decided that this was something that he was going to do something about. And Shantani said, do you wash your yoghurt pots when you've had your yoghurt or your chocolate mousse? And Bunny said, no, I don't. And he said, I'm going to wash my yoghurt pots hereafter because that means I can recycle them. And that means I'm doing things for God's kingdom. So he got his dirty yoghurt pot. It is now clean because his mummy washed it. But what he didn't know was that you need hot soapy water, not cold water. And he used cold water. And you can imagine, he got covered in yoghurt. And then his mum got cross with him. And she said, oh, you silly bunny rabbit. You're supposed to use hot soapy water. And do you know what bunny did? He said, I don't see the point. It's one little rabbit and one yoghurt pot. I'm just going to put it in the usual rubbish. And he couldn't understand that just one yoghurt pot can make a difference. So thereafter, he said, I'm not going to do that. And he puts his yoghurt pots in the general rubbish in a dirty state. And the point of that story is that every little bit helps because we understand the way the world is going. Rabbits don't. And we need to do something about it. We need to care for our world. And that is the first parable with a story, with an example. It can be anything that we don't understand that we say, no, I'm not doing that. Don't understand it. And yet God has said in his word, you need to do this, even if you don't understand it. It'll work out. We'll look at more of that in the second little story. So Bunny will be back later, for those of you who are enjoying Bunny. In the second bit of the sower, the soil that the seed was sowed in was a very thin layer of topsoil, and underneath it was solid rock. So the seed did have some soil this time, and it did start to germinate and to grow a root, but then it hit a rock-solid barrier. So, back to Bunny. Right, so Bunny didn't give up. He'd heard what Nathan had said about Bibles and how much he loved his. And he heard at Sunday school all about sharing your faith, all about going and telling your neighbours or your friends at school or your people, people in, you meet in the workplace, all about Jesus and the good news of Jesus. Nobody had discipled him, though, as to how to do it. So, 
Maybe it wasn't so good, but anyway, he certainly had the right motive. And in his street, there was a wolf who was also in his class. And Bunny didn't like wolf because wolf was a pain in the neck. And she decided that wolf definitely needed Jesus and he lived down the road. So she said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And she went to Wolf's house and she knocked on the door. <coughs> and she told Wolf in no uncertain terms that he was a bad wolf, that he was a pain in the neck, that he never said anything nice to anybody, and basically that he needed Jesus to make him nice. Well, not sure she went about it in the right way, but Wolf looked at her, he went, <laughs> and I hope that scared you, because that is sometimes the reaction we get to the things we do for Jesus. He slammed the door shut and went back inside. Bunny was shaking like a leaf. Poor Bunny. And her heart was suddenly filled full of fear. What was she going to say to Wolf in class next week? She felt angry that he would dare to do that. She felt disappointed because she thought this Jesus thing was supposed to work. And she said, I am never going to witness to other people again. A children's story, but so often the way that we react to the kingdom of God. We might get a word from the Bible that we feel that the Lord is saying, tell us to do something or to pray about something. So we do, just like it said. But then sometimes it doesn't work out. And we get a negative response from people and we are offended. We're hurt, we're angry, we're bitter. And sometimes that root can grow and grow. And it's not the right root, it's the root of bitterness that Hebrews tells us about. Don't let it grow. And we start to gossip and tell other people about how we've been hurt by such and such. And they think, oh, that's awful. And so we spread the hatred. It comes from when things haven't gone how we expect them to go. When we're in the coffee morning on Friday... We were having a great chinwag, us ladies and Doug. We were having a wonderful time discussing life, the universe and everything. And one person said, we were talking about the church and what might happen as it comes back together. And one person said, do you know, we're all 70 or over. Well, I've got six months to go. And we all agreed it was an ageing population. And where's the church going to go? Yes, we do have a few younger members, but not many. Where's the church going to go? And we suddenly all felt incredibly sad. But do you know that's a fact? And there is a difference between fact and truth. Now, fact is when we look at things through our human eyes. Truth is the kingdom of God. That is when we look at things through God's perspective, through kingdom perspectives. In the Greek, the word for truth is aletheia, and it means reality. 
not as we see it, because often we see things and it's not what really is. Reality is God's way of looking things. That's how it really is. But we can't access it more often than not. We don't understand what he's doing. He doesn't match up to our expectations. Our prayers that we really thought that was how he ought to answer it, he doesn't. So the writer of Proverbs said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own expectations. But in all things, acknowledge him. Say, Lord, I don't understand. But you don't understand. And he will direct your paths. So when we don't understand things, we've got to be like a little child. We're told to be little children. That's how you see the kingdom of heaven. We have to be little children and just trust him. And he will bring things right. But not the way sometimes we think. So do you know, when Bunny shut the door on Wolf, she only saw the fact that she'd been rejected and hurt and that Wolf was a stinking horrible character. But do you know, it's just possible that when Wolf got in, in home and thought about it, the Spirit of God could work on those words that Bunny had said. We don't know the outcome. Sometimes we don't. So I'm going to leave that with you. That is the second sort of soil. And if any of you feel like Bunny in a way, that you've been rejected, been offended, I pray that you'd be able to forgive and see that that is not the kingdom way of looking at things. But there is a bigger perspective. So the seed may not die. Step up of the Berman line. I'm going to talk about the selfish heart. I'm sure we all know somebody who thinks a lot of themselves, who thinks about themselves all the time, instead of thinking about other people. But today we want to look at what the Bible says about that. Can you hear me then? You have a hand up, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Right. So verse 7 in the Bible talks about the seeds that were choked by other plants, which is like the selfish heart, because it did not bother with themselves with the children, and they kept themselves busy with other interests and other activities. It looks a bit like this. This is my Jesus hat. Okay, and this is Sam. Let's go into Sam today. Wow! Oh, he's coming up to the next level. I don't think he's me. Ah, here we are, the next level. Oh, I heard that out the door. It's like to my game. Hello, Dan. I've come to see you. I want to spend some time with you. Now's not a good time. I'm in the middle of my game. I'm really sorry, not today. Imagine how Jesus feels. I think guess he feels quite sad when we shut him out of our lives because we're too busy with other things to do.
Imagine if you went to visit somebody and they said, open their door and said, now it's not a good time, I'm having my dinner, or I'm watching a film, or I'm doing whatever. You'd feel hurt and upset. And she could feel like that too. Sometimes we think of ourselves being doing, so busy doing things, but we cannot always see Jesus. Now, I like gardening. I'm not an expert gardener like Brian. But, many years ago, I planted a small hibiscus plant, which would look, should look like this. I planted it in my garden, and normally it's a beautiful bush like this, with lots of lovely flowers on it. But, if you look at the next PowerPoint, my hibiscus is right in the middle of there, with an arrow pointing. You can hardly see it. It's surrounded by other plants. They don't always have to be weeds. They can be flowers as well. Just surrounding them, found that hibiscus plant. And sometimes we do that too. We surround ourselves so much with other things to do, or things we like doing, that we cannot see Jesus. So, I have to do some gardening. If you look at the next PowerPoint. Now, you can see my hibiscus palm. It's looking a bit better. It still doesn't have any flowers on it, but it has access to sunshine. It has access to water, which will not be taken up by all the other plants around it. And I hope that one day I will too have a plant on it, a flower on it. Just like Sam, he's busy with his games and playing. And sometimes we are also busy doing other things. Things that we like to do or things that we think we have to do. So we sometimes push Jesus out of our lives. And we do not make time for him. So, we need to think about where, what happened to that seed when we plant it. Is it getting enough sunshine? Is it getting enough water? Does it have enough space to grow? And we can do that by reading our Bible, talking to Jesus, memorising verses, having Bible study. And all those things help us to grow, just like the plant needs water and sunshine to grow and space. The next part is the good heart. It's the last part of the talk. And it refers to the good seed which produced the plant. refers to the person who listens to the word of God and reacts on it. They think about it and they pray and they try to make sure that they follow Christ in their everyday lives. Can I have that PowerPoint please? <laughs> Thank you. It's a bit like putting seed in good soil with exactly the right amount of sunshine and water and making sure it has space to grow. You do these things it should grow well and bear flowers or fruit. Providing those things makes sure the plant has good roots. So that when it pours with rain or it's really windy, the plant can stand firm and does not get knocked over easily. 
just like us, when we have difficult times in our lives, we feel battered and bruised, and we might feel, feel we can't stand up straight and carry on. But having good news, following to Jesus, reading your Bible and praying regularly will all help you when things get tough. Now, look at problem C. You can join in if you want to. I have some you can share with. Not enough for everybody, but if you want to part one now or maybe after the service, you can do that to remind you, take home with you. Right. I have recyclable peat pots, which we can put them in the ground, won't hurt the earth. Not like those plastic palm pots right from the garden centre, which have to throw away, and you can't recycle them. I also, also cut up a root bottle for one. And we've got to put earth in here, and feed them, and then put so, water in the bottom container. I hope the idea is that you should be able to see the root grow in the plant as it grows up. So that reminds you how important having good roots is. I'm not going to water it today because otherwise I'll have to take it home. You know, on the bus or in the car, in the water. <laughs> so, don't do that. And first, we need to put, put it in there. Yeah, give it a shake. <laughs> and I've got some cycle plant. Or seeds, rather. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it right in the middle. Should give it a little push. And don't use putting it outside. And don't use putting it in the yeah. in the bottom bit. You've got to put it inside the earth in order for it to grow. Just as we need to ground ourselves and use ourselves in the Bible and in prayer. We need to do that. Hopefully, when you've looked after it and it started to grow, it should look like this. But sometimes when we plant a seed, we water it, we put it on a sunny shelf, where it's got plenty of sunshine, we make sure there's not nothing covering it, and we wait. And we wait. And sometimes we wait a long time for something to happen. And we look at it every day, you go going yet? No, it's not going yet, okay. Maybe we've got more water. And move it to another place. We do lots of things, we try and make it grow faster. Sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes we need to be patient. We need to ground ourselves in God, make time for Him, make sure we're not too busy doing other things and filling our lives with other things or hobbies and interests so that we push Jesus out. So, but we are patient. One day that plant will grow and it will turn into something beautiful.
talking about Rwanda. But how important it is to ground ourselves in God. For me, I find that sometimes I get very busy sometimes, really, really, really busy. And I find sometimes it's really, sometimes I can go down, keep going, keep going, keep going, going, going. And I haven't had time to really sit down and pray and read. And so I've had to make it my priority that when I get up in the morning, that I have time to read my Bible and to pray before the day starts. And see what, I feel so much better for it. So much better. Filling mm. my day with things to do and things I have to do and things I want to do. It's not necessarily going to give me room that I can put down and hope to stand for me when things get tough. But this would be something to remind me every day how important it is to read my Bible and pray and talk with Jesus. Mm.